the start of the new year, which means we can reflect on 2023. Who are our top 10 favorite wrestlers? We're going to get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Thank God for Wrestling podcast. I'm host one of two, Johnny King. I'm host two of two, CJ McClure. And now that 2024 is officially here, we can look back on 2023. And we, me and CJ have crafted our top 10 wrestlers of 2023. So let's just get into it, man. Um, CJ, who's your number 10? So before I even get to my list, uh, I say this on the podcast a lot. Again, just want to say it again for context. Uh, my list is very WWE heavy. I am a hardcore WWE guy. I'm an AEW casual, just so for those of you that are leaning more towards AEW, no disrespect to them by any means. It's predominantly WWE. But my number 10, I'm going with Bianca Belair. All right. Bianca had a very long and respectable title reign. And it lasted a good amount of this year. I think Bianca put on a good match, her and Asuka at WrestleMania. She put on a banger a backlash opening up the show with EO Sky. I did not expect her to win the title back at SummerSlam, even though EO cashed in on her. I think Bianca has just continued to get better as her careers move forward. She's already got the goal to show for it. Not really criticism, but the only thing I hope for in 2024 is that she turns heel and maybe joins the new Hurt business. Yep, yep. I just want to make a disclaimer. Uh, Roman Reigns will not be on my list just because of the fact he's only wrestled 11 times. So I think everybody knows he's he's GOAT status already. So I don't think he did. Because he's had he's been the best wrestler 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. So, so I, I don't think he even gets a spot on my list just because we know he's in a league of his own. So that's just a disclaimer. My number 10, Tony Storm. Uh, she reinvented herself with this timeless Tony Storm character. She's really found her way. She showed that WWE fumbled the bag with her. And who knows, maybe Hunter is watching and he'll get her, scoop her back up after her contract is done over there. But yeah, she's your current AEW Women's Champion. Um, She just beat uh, Riho to retain. And yeah, man, she's really showing what she can do with her character work. And her in-ring work is, has been always great. So yeah, man, she's my number 10. Look at that. Number nine, with everybody saying L.A. Knight. I mean, this man was not in the plans. Of some of the stuff that happened this year, he was not in any plans. He got over naturally. He got over organically. No fake crowd noise. All genuine pops. He bet on himself. He overcame that stupid Maxine Dupree gimmick and went back to what he wanted to do. And it's work. He has gotten over naturally. I mean, not to get ahead of myself, we're going to do a best of video after this. But as far as I'm concerned, yeah, is the chant of the year. And that's that's because of LA Knight. He was given a main event shot against Roman Reigns. He showed he could hang. I, I'm really excited about what 2024 has in store for him. I, I hope he wins his first championship this year, being the United States Championship. I think that would be a great way to put some gold around his waist. Um, my number nine, Christian Cage, bro. This was his year, bro. Bro, really, he's almost fifty, but he said that that doesn't mean anything. He reinvented himself. 
He has the the dad gimmick, bro, which has taken over AEW. He is probably the top heel in AEW right now. Um, he's created this faction with Nick Wayne and Nick Wayne's mom, bro. I don't know. He's just and Luchasaurus Kill Switch, whatever, whatever you want to call him now. Um, and the fact that Adam Copeland Edge has come to AEW has really made it even better. And they had a crazy match at World's End. Um. And yeah, man, Christian Cage, he he just turned himself into something that WWE that we never saw his that side of him in WWE. We saw a little bit of in TNA, but he really took this this heel work and ran with it. So yeah, he's my number nine. Number eight, I got mommy Rhea Ripley. Okay. The beginning of her title reign was a little subpar to me, but Rhea Ripley definitely took over at WrestleMania. I mean, her and Charlotte put on that five-star match, rightfully so. I know some people are arguing that Rhea and Charlotte should have made a event in. They made a pretty good case for it. I do think the tag team match after that still was the right call, but be that as it may, Rhea won the Rumble, Mrs. Iron Woman went the distance from 1 to 30, broke the record, or at least the women's record for that match. It's definitely looking like she's going to walk into WrestleMania, the Women's World Heavyweight Champion. Rhea, Rhea's strong, man. You know, like when we talked about Jade Cargill and how fit she is, I, I really look forward to the day we get a Rhea versus Jade match. I hope we get that in 2024. And, yeah, I, I think Rhea's done great stuff in the Judgment Day, being the leader of the Judgment Day. Highly appreciate what she's done. My number eight is LA Knight. Uh, everything you said, man. Uh, he really he made he had no choice but WWE he made WWE have no choice but to push him, bro. Like um, especially when Vince was in charge, and then as Vince started to step away, step away, step away, we saw him slowly creeping up the ladder, creeping up the ladder. And Triple H, he said, just wait, be patient with them, and that's what we've been doing. Um, and yeah, I do believe he'll face Logan Paul at the right at WrestleMania. Um, and get the United States Championship. That'll be his first. Uh, his first WWE gold. I wish they didn't do the match with Roman. I don't know, bro. Like even looking back on it, it was like there was no point in that. I would, they just need Roman to wrestle. Um, but yeah, man, LA Knight, he has a bright future. Um, and he's gonna have a good WWE run before his his career starts to wrap up. So yeah. My number seven is Sami Zayn. Well, probably arguably the best year of this man's career. I mean. One of the loudest pops of the modern era when he turned on Roman, hit him with a chair at the Royal Rumble. Just the storytelling, the acting of this man, his feud with the bloodline, his feud with Roman, his match gets Roman Reigns. And maybe I'm a little biased, in my opinion, should have gotten five stars. I mean, what him and Kevin and the Usos put on at WrestleMania, a great way to close night one. Had a run with the tag team championship, was involved in war games. I really, really hope because of what he's accomplished this year that Sammy will win a world title. I really, really hope that for him because, quite frankly, I think he deserves it. I think it really would be a full circle moment from his days down to NXT when he couldn't get the job done in NXT, but then finally did overcome adversity. I'd love to see it happen now. And I I think Sammy could take it and run with it. I mean, he really is very creative. He's a genius up here when it comes to wrestling. He he knows what's funny, how to make things serious, and how to tell a story. That's all wrestling is, is a story. For sure, for sure. My number seven, Jay Uso. 
Mans, they took him away from Jimmy. Mans has shown he can be what he says he always was, main event Jey Uso. He's become a solo actor on Raw. Um, the story over there has been great. Um, yeah, man, him winning the tag team championships was Cody, even though that was short-lived. Uh, the birth of Yeet, bro, we thought Yeet was done, but now it's back. They got the rights back. And yeah, man, I honestly believe that Jey Uso could be also world champion um, himself, man. He's shown that he's capable of 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 main eventing solo matches, of doing what he needs to do, um, putting on bangers almost every week on Raw. So yeah, man, Jey Uso, number seven. My number six, Seth Rollins. You know, we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, Roman and not being here that often. And I would just say this year, I truly finally realized that Seth is the kind of guy he's either going to be here or he's not. If he's here, he's shown up every week. He's going to defend the title often. He'll defend it on Raw. He'll defend it at live events. He'll defend it on pay-per-view, of course. And Seth can arguably put on a good match with anybody. I mean, his match against Omos had no right to be that good. Like, that was the best match of Omos's career so far. It's because Seth is able to work with what he's got. Mm. You know, I know you, you kind of start getting tired of it, but I mean, I love it when wrestlers' theme songs and entrances can turn into a concert, and that's what Seth has with the, whoa, you know, with the crowd singing that. Seth has always managed to keep himself relevant and reinvent himself when he needs to. Got the goofy, flashy outfits. Can always cut a passionate promo. Uh, yeah, I mean, all I have to say is thank you, Seth, for this year. You know, and haven't. I'm glad that we've had a world champion that shows up every week. Yeah, my number six is also Seth Rollins. Um, yeah, basically everything you just said, man. He's there every single week. Um, he puts in the work. He defends his title. Um, even though I still feel like the world championship does not mean as much as the universal or the IC championship for this, for that matter. Um, Seth Rollins is doing everything he can to, you know, uh, bring it up the ladder and get it to be more notable. And yeah, man, this CM Punk feud that we're going to get whenever they decide to pull the trigger, they gave us a face off uh, a couple weeks ago on Raw. Um, yeah, man, I think this will be the feud that makes me take take Seth Rollins more serious like I used to be able to take him like kind of step out of the laughing gimmick a little bit and just give me he can still wear the crazy stuff but just be more serious in the ring and promos that we saw him when he was with Punk so yeah man I'm excited to see where that takes us and yeah Seth Rollins so my number five is Jay so Okay. Jay, Jay has always played his role well with the bloodline and in this story you know, he he's the only one in the family, like actual family, that's challenged Roman for the title and main evented with Roman. So I feel like that says something. We'll we'll see if Jimmy and Solo get a chance before WrestleMania. At this point, I doubt it with the story with Randy, and then there's only one more pay-per-view between WrestleMania. But be that as in May, I mean, yeah, what you just said. Jay has shown that he can hang by himself coming over to Raw, splitting away from Jimmy, splitting away from the Usos and the bloodline. He found his thing with this that gets the crowd hyped. The, the yeet is hype. I mean, every time he throws a punch, you know, in war games, crowd is saying yeet. I mean, like that. And in my mind, that's reminiscent of when every time Steve Austin throws a punch, the crowd is saying what? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm very, very excited for what Jay is going to do for a full calendar year as a singles wrestler. For sure, for sure. My number five, Rhea Ripley. 
Rhea Ripley had Raw on her back, bro. She has carried, I don't care what anyone she's carried Raw. I don't care what anyone says. She's the leader of the Judgment Day. They say they have no leader. She's the leader. She calls the shots, bro. Um, and Judgment Day is probably the biggest faction right now in WWE. Um, they run the WWE quite literally. The bloodline has kind of taken a step back in terms of uh members and you know their presence on on the TV. But yeah, man, Rhea Ripley, she's defending her title. She's been there. Um, she's putting on bangers, bro. The match with Charlotte, probably one of my favorite matches of the year. Um, yeah, man, she deserves to be treated as such. She is, she is the face of Raw, in my opinion. So, my number four, Cody Rhodes. Came back, won the Royal Rumble. It was a little cheesy that he came out at 30, but be that as in May. Won the Rumble, got a great reaction. Put on just a banger of a match with Roman Reigns. A solid, absolute solid main event. Solid story being told. After he lost, everyone's all like, what are, what are they going to do now? How is he going to get back to finish the story? Feuded with Brock Lesnar. Brock put him over. He beat Brock not once but twice. And the second time he beat him was definitive and clean. Wrestled on most PLEs this year. Won the tag team championship very briefly with Jay. That was his first title when coming back. Is feuded with the Judgment Day. Just like his father before him. Got to be inside of War Games. Put on a good show with that. We'll see if Cody finishes the story in 2024, man, because I don't know what else you'd have Cody do. That's a that's a great way to put it. Uh, what else are we gonna do, bro? Randy Orton feud, cool. When that's done, what do we do? You know? Um okay. my number four, Swerve Strickland, man. Swerve Strickland. Bro has propelled himself to the top of the card in AW. Um, everything he's done, man, his feud with Hangman really put him at the top. He said he wanted to take Hangman's spot. He just did that. We haven't seen Hangman in I don't know how long now. Um, he said he's going to be the first black AW champion. Um, and I'm very sure in 2024 that that will happen. Um, he's booked as a heel, but the crowd, they love Swerve, bro. Prince Nana does the dance. The dance has taken over. His theme song's taken over. Swerve has really put himself at the top of the card, man. He had a little face-off with uh, MJF that everybody was going crazy over. And yeah, man, he puts on banger after banger after banger. That that uh Texas death match with Hangman might go down as AW's best match of the match of the year. Their match at Wrestle Kingdom was great too. Um he did great in the Continental Classic. Um he made it to the finals. Um yeah, man, Swerve, he's gonna have he's gonna have a good year, man. So he's not on my list, but I just want to address that you uh, brought up Swerve. I saw a post on Instagram that I felt like it was nothing but facts. It said WWE brought back everybody and hit row except for the guy that they realized they dropped the ball with. And that's Swerve Strickland. Yep. Yep. I do believe once the time is right, he'll come back under Hunter. Um, but we just have to see. Yeah. So number three, MJF. He held the AEW World Championship for most of this year. I mean, what else do I really have to say? I mean, what this is the longest AEW world title reign, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I was about to say, I personally loved his feud with Adam Cole. Really wish Adam didn't get injured. Obviously, injuries happen to keep their story going. I feel like that was the story that they had to compete with the bloodline and compete with WWE. I feel like that was getting a lot of attention for AEW. I love that. I, I was keeping, I was staying updated between him and Adam Cole, MJF. 
I think it put on a good match with anybody. I think it can have good promo segments with anybody. I've said it before. A dream match I have with MJF is MJF versus anyone, past or present. Yeah. Lost the title to Samoa Joe recently. Tough way to end the year. He is not on AEW's roster page now. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is currently January 1st at the time of this video. I'm sure the bidding war has begun. I don't know if he is for real injured or not. I know he said he's tired and exhausted and is on painkillers. But who's to say? I mean, I didn't think CM Punk was going to come back in WWE. Who's to say that MJF pulls up at the Royal Rumble? Yeah, man. Um, do I think MJF has maybe already resigned with AW? Yeah, just because I know Tony Khan without the AW at the without MJF at the moment, AW would tank, bro. I don't know that MJF was the heart and soul of AW. He kept the company up when everything was going south. So yeah, man, do I think that Tony Khan has given him the bag? I do, but we'll just have to wait and see, man. Um, our number three was Gunther. Bro has made the IC title arguably the most important title in all the whole company, bro. His match at Mania with uh, uh Drew and Sheamus, insane. Um, he's been putting on bangers after banger after bangers. I don't think Gunther can have a bad match. I really don't. His character work and mic work is getting better. Um, the whole Imperium Imperium feud drama that's going on is is great. Um. And a part of me is saying Gunther's not ever going to lose the IC title. He's just going to win a world championship. And either keep the IC title or he's just going to relinquish it. Um, but, yeah, man, we'll just have to wait and see. The ring general is – he's he's the future of the WWE for sure. My number two, and this is where our list is a bit of polar opposites. My number two is Roman Reigns. Okay. I have been frustrated that he hasn't been showing up, but, but the fact of the matter is, despite becoming the next Brock Lesnar when it comes to showing up every two blue moons, when Roman shows up, it's a big deal. When Roman shows up, people pay attention and people listen. Roman Reigns is the draw of this generation. He is this generation's Hogan. He is this generation's Steve Austin. He is this generation's Sean Cena. Roman Reigns is the face of the WWE. We have been in the presence of greatness and history. He is now currently past 1,200 days. He's about to pass, I think, Bruno San Martino's second longest reign that Bruno had. And then Hogan, Bob Backlund. Well, I don't understand why they're not addressing Bob Backlund anymore, by the way. But Hogan, Backlund, and then Bruno's very, very long reign are the only people that are going to be above Roman after he passes 1,200-something days, whatever Bruno's other reign was. When is this going to happen again? When are we going to have a guy that's going to have this aura to hold a championship for a thousand days? I mean, shoot, to your point, maybe Gunther's going to do that with the IC title. He's already had the longest reign with the IC title ever. Yeah. Who's to say that he doesn't put up those numbers, especially because we don't think he's going to face Seth Rollins now. Mm-hmm. But presence of greatness, man, and just the storytelling with him and his family and the bloodline for the past three years. What, what more do I need to say about Roman Reigns? Yeah. And quite frankly, even though he's only defended the title five times this year and has had, what, I think you said 11 matches mm-hmm. just total this year, most of them are still good. Most of them are still in match of the year worthiness. Match against Sammy, match against Cody, the Bloodline Civil War. LA Match against LA Knight was still a good watch. 
I mean, like Roman, Roman's not a technical wrestler by any means, but the man could put on a good match. He knows how to. Yeah. Um, my number two, MJF. Bro, long as AW championship reign, it just came to an end, like you said, from Samoa Joe. But the story is still great, bro. Adam Cole's the devil. Where do we go from here? Does MJF take a little bit off? Does he re-sign with AW? And I'm pretty sure Tony Khan, if he's I know Tony Khan will work that into the into the uh into the storyline, the bidding war 2024. Is MGF gonna come back? Is he gonna stay? Um, was this a way to write him off television? Who knows, bro? But MGF, he beat Kenny Omega for for like bro, put down he has he has great matches this year. He has the Danielson match, bro. He has the Omega match, bro. He has the Adam Cole match, bro. Like he's building up his catalog, bro. He and he's only 26, bro. 26, 27, like. He's just getting started, and he'll eventually, yeah, he's gonna make him at WrestleMania one day. I'm, I'm already knowing what's gonna happen. Like, there's no way MGF is not gonna retire without remaining eventing WrestleMania or, or being in WWE in general. But yeah, man, MJF, bro, he had a great year, so that's my number two. My number one, I wasn't gonna put. I mean, he was definitely gonna be on my list. I wasn't gonna put him at number one initially, hmm. but then when I really gave it some thought, I'm like, no. I agree with some people, and I think I have to follow suit. My number one is Gunther. Okay. I mean, you already took the words out of my mouth. But I mean, but this man has also showed up every week, or at least most of the week. Defended the titles on Raw. Defended the title on pay-per-view. Hasn't had a bad match. Gunther brings out the best in other wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I mean, his triple threat match at WrestleMania was match of the year contention. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the chops that this man puts people through, his athleticism for his size. Like you said, his character and mic work is getting better. Gunther's the future. Kind of like MJF. Gunther facing anybody's kind of a dream match. Oh, for sure. So, I'm just very curious to see who his WrestleMania opponent is going to be. I think he's still going to walk into WrestleMania IC champ and probably walk out IC champ mm-hmm. but my hats is my hats off to Gunther banger after banger after banger I mean he calls this a sport him and MJF are the only ones to call it a sport Gunther has brought validity back to wrestling literally yeah he he's he made you believe that what they do is even though it's scripted it's a hundred percent real and authentic for sure Thanks. um my number one Will Osprey, man, just just resigned with AW. I know Tony Khan threw him the bag, but bro has had a crazy year. It was the summer of Osprey, bro. Like he beat Kazushka Okada in the G one. He came back and beat Kenny Omega at Forbidden Door, and then he beat Chris Jericho at All In. Like bro, and he's only what 30, 31? Like bro's having a crazy, crazy year, bro. Like, he's only just getting started. Do I think he's going to come to WWE eventually? Yeah, I think he will. And we're going to get that Seth versus Will Ospreay match. Um, But Will Ospreay, he's finishing up at New Japan right now, and he's heading to AEW, and we're just going to keep getting bangers after bangers. Like, bro is that guy. He is, in my opinion, he is the best wrestler, professional wrestler in the world right now. Um, I just think the the sky's the limit for him, bro. Um. Just to beat those three guys in the span of two months is crazy, bro. Let alone in a, in a, in a like in a year, but let alone in two months is crazy. Um, yeah, man. Will Osprey, he he 
he's he's gonna he's gonna do some great things. His character work is is has always been great. Him on the mic is is money. Him on the mic with anybody is money. Um, I hope we get that revisit that with Osprey Kenny just because they're so rich in story those two and their chemistry in the ring is is crazy. But their match at um Forbidden Door might go down as I think that is my match of the year in my opinion. I think that's my match of the year. Watching that. It was just crazy, crazy experience. Um, but yeah, man, Will Osprey's number one. Um, yeah, that's it. Those are our top ten wrestlers of twenty twenty three. Uh, yeah. For some of your top ten wrestlers of twenty twenty three, be sure to comment below. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Let us know your thoughts. That's the beauty of talking about wrestling. Is it been? It's been a fantastic year. We have another 2023 video wrapping up, coming to you guys soon. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm CJ McClure. Thank God for wrestling. Yeah, man, I'm Johnny King. Thank God for wrestling. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. We'll see y'all in the next one. Peace.